This is Christopher Benincasa for the Jersey Arts Podcast. Starting today, the New Jersey Symphony Orchestra is presenting three concerts in three different venues called Xian Conducts Mozart. Xian Zhang is the NJSO's music director and conductor. One of the pieces being performed is Mozart's Piano Concerto Number no. 23, and will feature classical music superstar Simona Dinnerstein on piano. Earlier this week, we got to speak with Dinnerstein about her take on the timeless genius of Mozart's music. So, would you tell us a little bit about the piece you'll be playing? I'm playing the Mozart Piano Concerto Number no. 23 in A major. Um, it's a piece of music that uh, Mozart wrote later on in his life, and um, it's an incredibly, incredibly beautiful piece of music. But I think the thing that really stands out about it is the second movement. It's in three movements, but the second movement is um, quite unusual. It starts with the piano alone, without the orchestra, and it's extremely um, stark and melancholy and um, has the beautiful use of the woodwinds in the orchestra. There's a lot of interplay between the piano and the woodwinds. Do you have a special connection to this particular concerto? Uh, Well, uh, this particular Mozart piano concerto is one that I've performed often and that I recorded, and um, so it's a piece of music that I love to play. I was just watching your NPR Tiny Desk concert, Um, In it, you're playing Johann Sebastian Bach's Inventions, which he wrote to teach his students to play different things with either hand to sort of split their brains. And you talk about how you are still learning from these compositions, even after decades of playing them. That's how good of a teacher he was and still is. And you've said similar things about Mozart and his work. Yes, that's true. I mean, definitely Bach Bach wrote the Inventions as a a guide. but I think that anybody studying composition, you know, would definitely study Mozart's piano concertos. And, um, and you know, the other piece, the other Mozart on, on this concert is uh, the 40th Symphony, which is, you know, one of his greatest symphonies. So um, you really, the program includes one of the best piano concertos and one of the best symphonies. So you really can't get any better than that. Have you worked with Xian Zhang before? I did, but uh, with her, I, I worked, uh, we, we collaborated with the Minnesota Orchestra. About how many orchestras have you performed or recorded with? Oh, I don't think I could count. I mean, I, I've played with many orchestras each year, so uh, yeah, probably hundreds. What in general attracts you to a piece of music? Or in other words, as an artist, what sort of qualities make you want to play a particular piece of music or perform it or record it? Well, I guess I like music that I find um, to be uh, um, moving, that uh, is uh, that, that speaks to me, that resonates with me um, uh, emotionally, that I also find um, intellectually interesting, um, that will suit the colors of the piano in a way that I find interesting. Um, uh, m- much of the music that I play is music that was written by dead composers, so I've, I've heard the music before. Um, but when I work with living composers, I seek out composers whose music I've heard before. So I might commission a, a composer to write a new piece of music for me, not knowing what it will be that they will write, um, but just being experienced with their style. 
you are one of the most well-known and critically acclaimed performers in your field. How much practice does that require? Do you have a strict schedule? Um, I don't really have a regular process because my life is kind of erratic. I mean, I'm, I'm traveling a lot. I, you know, I'm home sometimes. I'm, you know, I'm playing different repertoire during the year. You know, sometimes I'm playing one recital program, then I'm playing different concertos. So there's nothing kind of uniform uh, or sort of routine about my life. Right. So what other current projects are you really looking forward to right now? Uh, yeah, I've been I've been doing a collaboration with a wonderful string orchestra called A Far Cry, and uh, we created an arrangement of Bach's Goldberg variations for piano and string orchestra, and we've been um, honing it over the past few years. We've performed it quite a bit, and um, our plan is to record it. So I think that we will be trying to. Um, continue to workshop it and develop it. It's a very unusual arrangement, and uh, it's very exciting for me to do something um, very new with a piece of music that is, is so old. And last question, what do you think people should know about Mozart? Well, I, I think that Mozart's piano concertos are really um, the the most some of the most beautiful concertos that were written for piano and orchestra and part of it is that um they're not the piano versus the orchestra it's really chamber music with the piano with the orchestra and um he had such, Mozart had such a sensitivity for the combination of timbres of the different instruments in the orchestra and how they would relate to the piano and um, even the piano's two hands have different characters. So, um, there, you know, there's one part in the slow movement of this concerto where the left hand of the pianist is in dialogue with the bassoon, um, whereas the right hand is, is really playing with the rest of the woodwind. Um, and he does that kind of thing all, all of the time throughout the concerto. I think that the music is... Um, really extremely spare and just exquisitely written. And you really can't hear anything that's better composed than a Mozart piano concerto. Simona Dinnerstein, really nice talking to you. Thank you for doing the podcast. Sure, nice talking with you. You have three opportunities to catch Xian Conducts Mozart. Today at the New Jersey Performing Arts Center in Newark, this Saturday at the Count Basie Center for the Arts in Red Bank, and next Sunday at the Mayo Performing Arts Center in Morristown. For more information, go to njsymphony.org. And to discover more about the arts in New Jersey, visit jerseyarts.com. I'm Christopher Benincasa. Thanks for listening.
The Jersey Arts Podcast is made possible by the New Jersey State Council on the Arts, supporting excellence and engagement in the arts since 1966.